Hello. Welcome. I'm James. And I'm Helen. Uh, we lead together Unlimited Church in Exeter, which is a church for everybody of all ages, but we're also passionate about working with, supporting, reaching out to young people, whether they have faith or have never even contemplated faith. And we're trying this new format. So each week we're going to put out uh, a podcast and a video. It's going to be the same thing. One's going to have just sound, obviously, being a podcast. Uh, and it, it's us, very simply, sat here having a little chat, bringing in a guest uh, and looking for the next few months at, at what Jesus said about how to do life well and how to kind of reboot our lives on a weekly basis to, to live with greater expectation, greater fulfilment. And we're really excited um, about what's going to be coming and uh, reboot seems to be a bit of a theme for 2020 that all of us feel like we need to start over again. Uh, so this is our opportunity to kind of help you uh, think about different things and have a little bit of God speak into your life. We would love to look at a little bit of scripture with you, whether you read the Bible normally or not. Uh, I, I love this passage because this is what Jesus says about how to do life. And it's the beginning of his first bit of real teaching in the Bible. And whatever you think about Jesus, most people in the world would say he was a fantastic teacher. So Helen, why don't you read it to us? Sure. I'm reading from uh, Matthew chapter 5, uh, starting at the beginning. Uh, now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. It's a slightly bonkers passage, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, just on the last bit, because my brain is only engaged in the last five seconds, it... The idea that you can be blessed, whatever the word blessed means, when people are having a go at you, insulting you, persecuting you, is kind of the opposite of what most of us would believe. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, it's easy for us to sit and piously say, blessed are those who mourn, if you're not actually in the yeah. state of mourning. Um, and it just flips everything on its head from a worldly view, doesn't yeah. it? Um, it's literally the opposite of what the world would say that... Being poor, whether that's uh, in physical poverty or even poor in spirit, yeah. being meek, uh, hungry, they're, yeah, they're all, and even even purity. I think the idea that that we're living a pure life, you're missing out. Yeah, well, that's the worldly view, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, what's he going on about? Well, what does blessed mean? Yeah, good first question. Um, Shall I Google it for you? <laughs> yeah. Blessed is the kind of word. You hear because I'm going, oh, bless, when I see a cute cat. Um, or you'd only ever hear in a church. Yeah. 
Or, well, sometimes it's used as a derogatory term, yeah. actually, isn't it? My kids often say, oh, bless, when I do something completely wrong with technology. Well, when, yeah, probably quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. So what does bless mean? I think it, blessed is, is something about, I think, a deep inner fulfilment, assurance, mm. joy. Um, it's not happy, which I think a lot of people would say are happier those who are these things. Because happiness is, is very transitory, isn't it? Yeah, it can be happy in one way and two seconds later not. Yeah. And I guess it's not being led by your emotions because happy yeah. is a kind of emotion that you feel, but it can be high or low. Yeah. Whereas being blessed or I would say full of joy is something very different that isn't gauged by how you're actually feeling at that moment in time, yeah. maybe. And, and even joy, I think we can see as an emotion, joy is kind of bubbling over with happiness. Yeah where I think there's a kind of inner joy of, yes, I have highs and lows, or highs and lows rather than highs and lows, uh, and, but, but my general mood is a kind of contentment. Yeah, yes. That I'm there emotionally present, but my undergirding thing is, I'm okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Does any, any phrase in particular stand out to you? Um. I think I really like blessed are those who hunger for uh, hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be filled because mm. uh, I think I'm not righteous but I'd love to be righteous yeah. and so that that desire in me will be met at some point even if yeah. it's not right now um, and yeah I think just I'm content to not being complete in my righteousness at the moment yeah. um, but that I, I want to get better at that. Uh, and it says right there that I will be. And these are words that Jesus said. And I just, I love that vision of him just standing with his mates, his disciples, and just kind of talking to them and telling them everything he knows. Yeah. It'd be just incredible, wouldn't it? But um, yeah. And, and it's interesting, what is the scene? Yeah, it says the crowd, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside, sat down, and his disciples came and he taught them. Yeah. Oh, the image I have is it's like the 12 or the broader disciples mm. and all the crowds crowding Crowded. in to try and get the eavesdrop on what's being said. Yeah. Um, I, I think what you just said about the, the thirst thing is key to all of this. Uh, one of my more and more profound beliefs is, is around God not forcing himself upon us. Mm. I think as we see young people's lives particularly where people take advantage or manipulate or or kind of just break that, kind of violate someone's boundaries, what emotionally, physically, whatever. Mm. Uh, and God never does that. Yeah. And I think as a result, the church is impoverished because God doesn't force himself even on the church. I think my life is nothing what it could be because God's not going to make me mm. engage. But I think what it says is if we're open and empty and calling out to God, he will respond. Yeah. When we're full of ourselves, there's no space for God. Yeah. And that's why I think poor in spirit. Some people say, oh, it probably means material poverty because we understand that. I think poor in spirit means people going, I actually need you, God. Yeah. I need more. Well, then you receive the kingdom. Yeah. Um, why don't we cut to Jack, who's our first guest, see what he has to say around some of this stuff, uh, and then we'll come back to just Helen and I in a moment. Hi, it's my delight to welcome Jack Cooper. Hello, Jack. How are you doing? Hello, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Jack, oh, thank you. Jack, great to see you. Loving the headphones. <laughs> Didn't you used to have your sister's headphones? 
Was it you who had... Oh, yeah, I had her AirPods, I stole them. They were really good. They are good. <laughs> so you are our first guinea pig guest uh, in Reboot. The idea is every week we're going to invite someone lovely, dynamic, interesting along, or Jack, um, to, to come and chat to us about the thing we're talking about. But first, Jack, why don't you tell the thousands of people watching this who you are, where you come from, what you do with your life. Okay, uh, I am Jack, I am 20. Uh, I am a second year student for criminology at Exeter University. Um, and I'm here to talk to Helen today. Just to Helen, Just not to, to me. me. yay. Well, Helen's nice. <laughs> okay, uh, the obvious question we all have is criminology. That sounds amazing and exciting. Tell us the, what it's a highlight of doing a criminology degree. Oh, um, I think it's quite exciting listening to like proper police people and hearing what they've got to say about what they really think about people. Ooh. Interesting. And do you do criminology because you want to go into the police or because you want to have a life of crime? <laughs> That's a good question. I've always wanted to be in the police, but you never know what will happen after three years. <laughs> <laughs> You'd make a great policeman, Jack. <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, why do you think you make a great policeman? Because he's friendly, he's approachable, and he makes you feel safe. Interesting. I'd say you make a great policeman, nothing to do with his character, just because he's always smiling. Yeah. And I think a policeman that comes up to you uh, and is smiling and warm and engaging is what you want. Yeah, as they smile and tell you off and arrest you. Yeah. And Jack, actually, your smile is the only reason you're here today. <laughs> because... We're talking about our happiness or, or being blessed. And as I think about members of church, your face comes to mind as the person sat in the midst of church, smiling out at us no matter what's going on. So are you someone that is just full of joy and happiness all the time? Oh, thank you. Um, I like to think I'm quite happy a lot of the time. Uh, and I do enjoy life a lot. But there are times where I'm not happy and I still have a smile on my face. Um, but you might not know that I've not been amazing that day. But I like to be happy and, and enjoy things, yeah. So does that mean when you're not happy, you just push it all down, put a smile on and pretend everything's okay? Yeah, normally I'll put a smile on or sometimes I'll just go and be by myself. And do you struggle with your mood? Uh, yeah, I definitely struggled in the first year of uni um, with my mood. I think it was weird coming to university and not enjoying 24-7 everything um, and that's a bit confusing but I've realised that it's okay not to enjoy everything and that there are just times where you're okay and you can still have fun and enjoy the other times but it doesn't mean that you need to have a massive smile on the face the whole time. And Jack, as a Christian, is there something different between being happy and being joyful or do you think it's, it's an emotional thing for you? I think there is definitely a difference because I can still have peace and have joy when I'm on my own and not feeling happy. And that's a different feeling and you can be content and happy by yourself and joyful by yourself. But happiness is something that you can get by doing things and being with other people um, sometimes. Yeah. And it's hard, isn't it? Because on social media, we only ever see people's highlight reel where they're always looking happy and, and life looks great. But actually, for all of us, real life isn't like that, is it? No, there's definitely struggles and there's definitely things that are just meh. That's the word of the moment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
um, but that you, know, you just carry on and you you can do other things and you can speak to God about those things that are a bit meh and and that's great as a Christian that you can sit there and be by yourself but also be with God at the same time. As well as meh, the thing at the moment I think in lost churches is it's okay not to be okay, um, which confuses me with the negatives but I get the concept and I think that's really important that we engage with mental health, that we say to people it's okay to not be okay. But from what you just said, I think it's okay to be not okay and, and be, have depression or anxiety or whatever, but it's okay to just not be okay. That doesn't mean it's a mental health crisis. It doesn't mean your life is a disaster. We just have off days. And it's that, you said something about before about in your first year, that panic of something's really wrong, I'm not happy. Do you yeah, yeah, I think if we, if we see on Instagram that Helen was saying, everyone having a great day every day, we think that they're having a great day every single day, but they're not necessarily having a great day every single day. We can have a, a normal day every day and then have a few good moments where we have pictures of that look great, but, but we don't, we sometimes are quick to label those things as, as having a normal day as a, as a bad day and, and a yeah. sad day. That's really helpful. We, um, we're looking as well as talking to you. Uh, Helen and I have been looking at a bit of what Jesus talks about, about life and, and what the world should be like and what's important. Uh, and we're looking at this Sermon on Mount and Beatitudes. Uh, and it talks about things like blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are those who meet. Basically, everybody Jesus says is blessed is the opposite of what the world would say is a blessed way to be. Do, do you have any thoughts on that? the opposite for us because everything in our society is geared up for we need more isn't it you need this to be happy in Mozambique Jack you know what sort of things because obviously they don't have um, the high-tech toys or even phones and things but what sort of things would they get joy from playing with Probably the only hair they could find, wasn't it? <laughs> talk before in church about comparison being the thief of joy 
I think there's something in that, isn't it? That we need more to be happy, and we look at others, and and there's that as well. That yeah, you're right. We need to learn from them. Jack, thank you so much. Amazing as our first guest. Um, hopefully this is recorded. There's audio and everything, uh, so you can look forward to seeing yourself on the big screen very soon. Thanks, Jack. Bye. Bye. Wasn't that great? Jack, uh, what, wisdom uh, and just honesty there from him. Anything yeah. in particular that you want to comment on? Um, I, just, I just love that um, our experiences kind of teach us how to live. And so his visit to Mozambique yeah. just showed him that actually we're so wealthy materially in this country, mm-hmm. but actually spiritually we can be poor. Yeah. Um, and we lived in Uganda and we saw that, you know, kids who just play with bottle tops yeah. and are really content with that. Um, and then coming back to England and having to choose between 50 types of toothpaste. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the fact that Jack last year felt that he had to have a smile the whole mm-hmm. time, that he had to hide and, and bury stuff. But actually yeah. during lockdown, he spent time thinking that actually n- everyone's not always happy. Yeah. Um, and it's both and, isn't it, with Jack in, and with all of us, in it's it's taking seriously when we're not okay. So getting help. So I know Jack's worked through loads of stuff, still working through stuff, yeah. but then not coming under a label of, well, I'm depressed mm-hmm. uh, and that's it. Or, or because life's a bit difficult, there must be some big thing going on. Rather than life is difficult, students, just let you into a secret, you know, uh, you life will fall apart when you actually have to do some work and write an essay. Yeah, for me, my whole motivation in getting any work done at uni was crisis. Uh, and there were moments when I was really anxious and stressed yeah. because I had too little time to write an essay before I had to appear with it for my tutorial. Um, and there's something healthy sometimes in stress. Yeah. It's sustained anxiety and stress, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's when it's days rather than moments. Um, and we need to be able to be honest about that and deal with it and not repress emotions, but equally not come under up. My life's falling apart. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. And I think it, it's tough, isn't it? Because the world and culture tells us that we're entitled to happiness all the time. Yeah. But actually the reality is, and God tells us, mm. he doesn't promise us a perfect life, but that he will be with us and yeah. here, that we can be blessed. Yeah. And I think that's what Jack's kind of working out is that actually it's a lie that everything's going to be plain sailing and sometimes it's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, we just have to kind of navigate that as well as we can and know when we need to ask for help, but also know when we can kind of push through it ourselves as well. One of my favorite passages in the Old Testament is about when the floods overwhelm you, you will not be drowned when you walk through water, you will not be burned. Uh, and, and the sense that actually you are walking through fire, it's going to be hot and scary, or the floods are overwhelming, you're, you're wet. It doesn't say you'll never get wet. It, no. It's almost you, you won't come over your mouth and your nose, but you could be really close. Yeah. Uh, and God promises he's with us in that. Um, yeah. And I don't think the world offers that. I think the world says if a relationship's hard work, get out. If life's tough, if it doesn't make you happy, it, don't go with it. Where actually the thing of this is blessed, not happy. Yeah, we don't exactly. promise happiness. Gosh, if I thought every time I was unhappy in my marriage, I walked out, I would have probably stayed about one day. And Duncan would have stayed half a day. Half a day? Yeah, he probably <laughs> wouldn't even got there. Whereas I'm, I'm recognising... You know, <laughs> oh, here we go. 
Liz is away this week, and I know you think I'm an incapable bloke, <laughs> but, but actually it's, it's amazing how much Liz does. <laughs> really, yeah. Shane? Yeah. Gosh, you I do shock me. I have no idea where this food appeared from. <laughs> and, and I have a really easy life, you know, the boys are more capable of looking after themselves than I am of looking after us. But, but in, in lockdown, people homeschooling and the oh, pressures and, know, and yeah. trying to achieve everything, um, it, it's massive. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk anymore about my life. Uh, we could move on to talk about your life. You said about contentment of a child in Uganda having very little. Yeah. Does, what, what's the application of that? Does that mean we shouldn't buy more trainers, Helen, then, you know what I mean? Or get our eyebrows waxed or whatever? <laughs> Um, it's really interesting you should say that because when we first came back to England I found everything really hard yeah. and I found the thought of going on holiday and paying yeah. money to go away You've really made up hard that, but um, <laughs> I live within my means and I try and give generously James <laughs> does that justify it? Which is, which is really interesting because it, God is not anti-money No. it's the love of money it's where there are pri- where are safety and our priorities come from yeah uh, and the thirst for more which is the thir- he says thirst for righteousness yeah not thirst for stuff yeah. but it's not bad to have stuff i think it's about simplicity within it yeah. and the craving i am um, just one last thought for me is uh i love the the line blessed are the pure in heart for they will see god mm. uh, i think for me that certainly in my youth this would have been my, my biggest struggle. Uh, I used to go to, or I haven't actually been as, as an adult, uh, as a youth, but Soul Survivor Festivals, massive youth festivals, uh, and we would be singing songs about beautiful one, about God, and I would be there going, oh my goodness, you know, I am so rubbish because I'm not really thinking God's beautiful, I'm thinking she's beautiful, uh, as all the you know, scantily clad people all around you. Uh, and that purity was the last thing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of my youth was marked out with relationship after relationship, trying to find significance. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I preached on this verse uh, ages ago, and I discovered the pure in heart. Um, it, it comes from it comes from a Greek word for those that care uh, that we get the name Catherine from, which mm-hmm. is about clean. Um, but it's also about undivided. Uh, and blessed are those who are undivided in heart, for they will see God. That that when we're not being torn in two directions, yeah. trying to find love in another place, uh, then we see God. Yeah. But also, uh, when we first were married, uh, or first had our first house with a garden, I built a pond. I was so proud of my pond, it was really, really, really small. And I loved my pond, and we got some goldfish. And, and then it all went really dark and mucky, and I couldn't see my goldfish. And I was gutted, and I googled it, I probably didn't, don't google existed. Uh, I researched it and found out that what you have to do is put some oxygenating plants in. So I got an oxygenating plant, spent loads of money on it, and they said something about pond fertiliser. I was like, I've got loads of fertiliser, I won't use that as money, and I can't be bothered to wait till I have to go shopping to get it. So I put normal fertiliser in, put my plant in my pond, and it went completely black, and I couldn't see my fish at all. Oh dear. And I discovered that I was feeding all the algae and everything and making it worse. Mm. And and there's something of we feed other stuff in our lives. We feed lust, we feed greed, we feed whatever. And then we don't understand why we can't see God. No. And, and there's something of the pure in heart is if we feed the good, if we use the right fertiliser and other things, then, then we get to see God more. Yeah. 
but if we're feeding the stuff that's unhealthy and negative, God's still there. He's not abandoned us. He's not gone, you're too terrible. Mm. But we just see him less. Uh, so my challenge always reading this is, is what am I feeding? Uh, and, and that fits with the other stuff about, you know, the poverty and stuff. Yeah. And you know the mantra that I always come out with is that your life will take the direction of your strongest thought. Mm. Mm. And um, we've spoken at church, haven't we, about renewing our minds. Yeah. And actually, it's taking captive of anything that's negative or that leads us down a blind alley towards lustful yeah. thoughts or whatever. And that sounds really easy, but actually, it's sometimes for us, it's a minute-by-minute minute action that we have yeah. to do. And we can do it day by day or whatever, but actually, we need to take captive those thoughts yeah. that lead us down those lustful thoughts because that leads us away from God. Yeah. Um, a bit like your pond analogy. And, and we were talking in the staff team, we were looking at a bit of the Bible the other day, weren't we? Mm. Psalm 119, where they're going, I hunger for your word, I want to read more of your word, I need it. And, and that was some of the boring Old Testament he's talking about. Uh, and, and I've got the whole Bible, and, and if I'm honest, I, I don't feed on it enough. No. But, and loads of us, we believe in the Bible, but do we actually read it? Yeah. And if we're not reading it, we're not filling our heads with God's worldview. We go with the world's worldview. So we go back to this stuff that if I'm strong, if I'm successful, if I have a relationship, if I don't show weakness, then my life will be okay. Yeah. Rather than going, actually, God tells you something totally different. And the genius thing is God's right. Yeah. Yeah. And he knows us better than anyone else, yeah. even better than we know ourselves. Yeah. Um, so our top tip is to download an app to give you a verse for the day yeah. or do a Bible. Are we doing Lectio 365? I think you are as well, yeah. aren't you? Uh, which is a great app that just does a little bit of reading of the Bible every day and helps you to reflect on it. So that's our top tip. And also, there's loads of voices. There's voices in my head, but there's also voices in social media and everything. Sure. Feeding stuff. Yeah. Where do I have uplifting conversations? Mm. Do I stop in a week? Maybe have two other people I meet with, if you're a Christian, pray with, but just... Someone that raises my sights yeah. to hunger after good stuff rather than just be caught up in the comparison and the, yeah. the wanting for more. Yeah. And actually, we can uh, introduce other people who don't know God to yeah. this kind of thinking because yeah. it flips it around. But actually, it's so releasing, mm. isn't it? Mm. Um, to be able to try to live like this i'm not saying we yeah. will reach it but actually to know there is a different way that, that we don't have to bow to the pressures of the world yeah. um, and i think a lot of people especially young people are crying out for something different but we need mates to help us become on our own no absolutely great well thank you so much for tuning in do let us know uh if there's stuff you want us to talk about or do differently or if you've got an idea of a guest or a topic we are going to be going through actually uh this bit of the bible because it's all about living a life that's full and loads of it is radically uh, against what we would assume. Um, so we're going to talk about it. But if you want to feed in other stuff, if you want to add in a, the, an aspect to what we do, you know, you want Helen to sing a weekly song, <laughs> we're really up for that. Helen's going to pray now. And then what we're going to do is, um, if you're watching a video of this, we're going to put a song of worship on afterwards. If you're on a podcast, you miss out. Uh, and, and you may want to sing along with it, or you may want to just let the words go deep into you and reflect on, on what it says. And just, I think there's something really powerful. I, I'm awkward about singing, uh, and singing in church, not that we're allowed to at the moment, but there's something of music goes beyond my head and goes to the depths of my being. Uh, and so just use this song in a moment 
uh, as a way of opening yourself up to God, of, of hungering for more, of bringing your brokenness to God. Why don't you pray? Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you that you have created each one of us, that you love and that you know each one of us. Thank you, Lord, that you don't force yourself on anyone, but that you wait patiently. And I pray, Lord, that you would just help us, each one of us, to reach out to you, to hope that there is something more, that there is something different to what the world tells us. So, Lord, I pray that your spirit would guide us, that you would teach us how to live life lightly, but know that we are truly blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Oh